On the 25th of March, uh, James and I were lucky enough to record our 136th episode of Two Grown Men as part of the Southampton Superpod, a uh, local uh, charity podcasting event. Uh, 36 hours of podcasting, all organised by a friend of the show, Al Galpin. Um, we, we didn't podcast for the whole 36 hours. Uh, other people were also there. Uh, the uh, the thing was recorded live, albeit in front of uh, mainly other podcasters. Uh, but unusually for us, we did get to have a couple of guests on. Uh, two of our closest friends and also good friends of the show, uh, Stacey Taylor, who uh, does the uh, Stacey's Pop Culture Parlour, which James and I have both been on a couple of times. And, um, and Mike Georgiou, who we talk about quite a lot um, and who has helped us out with art for the show in the past too and helped a lot actually at the Twitter comic the 24-hour podcasting and and comic-y event that James organised last year Although the Superpod did raise its fundraising target you can still uh, contribute or donate to it by going to superpod.co.uk and clicking on the donate button I think you can also look at the schedule there of all of the different podcasters who participated. And I think most of the people involved are probably going to be releasing their bit from the uh, from the event on their own streams. But uh, for your listening pleasure, here is uh, episode 136 of Two Grown Men, recorded at Southampton Superpod. <laughs> It's time, time for another live podcast. You don't, you don't what? do the, you don't do your bit. I know what you want to do. I know you're champing at the bit to do it. Yeah, but you don't. The way I cut it, because mm. when we go out live, yep, you you do it right at the beginning. You've got your little spiel. Is that yeah. what you wanted to do? No, not really. Because when I cut it together, yeah. there's a little bit of conversation, yeah. and then I find a bit where I think it's the most um, appropriate. Yeah. And then I and then I cut in the theme. Okay. So it seems like you're joining a conversation in progress. Right. Okay. So, um, so any time that you feel would be appropriate to start doing your bit, yeah, you can do that. I'm allowing you to choose the edit point. Really? Yeah. But I don't know what my bit is though. That's the problem. Because um, I normally do my bit right at the beginning. So now I've not done a bit at the beginning. Because because where we do the live one now, bit what? I thought you so, were just you want me to do the theme tune? I thought that's okay. what you told me you oh, were going to do. do. Dun, 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 beep, boom, beep, boom, beep, boom. Have you ever dun, listened dun, to dun, the show? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. We didn't get the file together, did we? We didn't, no. We didn't sort it out. Yeah. And I said to you when I turned up here at the hotel mm. barely on time yeah. for the previous show, mm. I said to you... Have we got, did we get the theme did we get the file did mm. we get the theme tune in mm. and you said oh it's alright it's alright I can't redo your voice I'll try it's alright I've got a I've got a plan yeah. I've got a plan Nick yeah. it's alright yeah. I'll sort it Yeah, it's alright I've done it now it's good was that the theme tune we're in it's fine we're in to be fair there's a guitar over there so if you reckon you can learn how to play the guitar and then bash it out on the guitar I don't reckon I can do that this is not <laughs> this is not a, a, a whimsical musical comedy I can't just <laughs> 
suddenly burst into a musical number. It is a whimsical podcast, though. I don't really... I, I love musicals. I don't really understand how they work. We don't have to talk about that. It's just... I just thought of it just then. What, what, do, you, what do you mean by you don't... You don't so this is two grown men. This is, All right. this is two grown men. This is a... Uh, my name's Nick, and this is James. Uh, this is a podcast about... Ostensibly about being men in... I don't think I really know what ostensibly means. Okay. I think it's just one of those words I use. Yeah. Well, luckily, though, no one will notice. You know, you sort of, if you just barrel on, right. don't draw attention to it, you'll be golden, I think. Um, it's ostensibly <laughs> about being uh, men in their early 40s, still. I'm still only in my early 40s. Yeah, only you're only just 40. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had a birthday recently. How old were you? I was 42, so I'm proper, I'm in yeah, there actually, now. Yeah, actually, I should have known that, yeah. except I don't really know how old I am anymore. So it's, um, I stopped counting at 40, really. Mm. My mum stopped counting at 21, and that's demented. I think that's demented. <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd, I'd forget her birthday, and she'd say, why, like, you, how could you forget my birthday? And I'd say, well, how old are you? And she'd say, ah, I'm 21. But after about 30 years of that, it's not funny it's just demented surely have you you ever actually ever legitimately forgotten your mum's birthday i never remember it all right i don't remember i don't remember my dad's birthday either but now with facebook it reminds me so that's good so i sent my dad a facebook message the other day when it told me that it was his birthday (laughs) see because the problem i've got is my mum's not on facebook a few years ago i forgot oh that was a difficult conversation a couple of days afterwards like how are you mum all right oh something's up does your does your wife not remember that stuff for you yeah i know but there was probably something like a crisis going on in our lives or something so oh, that i don't know about like some milk had gone sour uh nervous it might, breakdown it might have been during the great southampton bin strike of a few years ago yeah. oh. I know those of us who live in southampton are all under a great deal of pressure we had someone set fire to our bin outside our house during that time oh god and the front of the, the road's really close to the front of the house but we woke up my wife woke, was woken up by a knock on the front door with a fireman going Sam Blake set like the your, your bin and then he left nothing else ever came of it <laughs> so uh, I uh, Southampton's great if we're talking about Southampton uh, I once looked out of the front of my house up in Shirley near where you live right and um, well, it's on just to clarify us. with the people who aren't in Southampton Shirley is a place I did clarify that in the pre- when we say in Shirley we're talking about a place okay <laughs> we're not talking about the wrestler Shirley Crabtree and not and not <laughs> and, is that Big Daddy or Giant Haystacks that's Big Daddy right. and not and not a, a fish the place it's a geographical location we're also talking about isn't it? yeah how do we feel this is going so far I think oh brilliant okay. yeah no this right. is going at least as good as they normally go so uh, ostensibly <laughs> ostensibly about being in um, our early 40s and having young having young children that's like, right it, it was easier to describe what it was at yeah. the beginning when we were like mm, pushing 40 and had yeah. newborns because we were new dads but we're not yeah. really new dads anymore we should really have got to grips with it well to be fair we only started after you'd had your first child because yeah. you didn't give a monkeys after I had mine did you so I didn't have was, anything to add yeah absolutely you could have just asked me if it was nice well one of the origin stories for the podcast mm. was that our uh, third uh, podcast host on was it the mom on the momcast right was sick of us talking about your, your oh daughter. yeah james getting right on it you? wasn't yeah, it wasn't the whole story but we yeah, did yeah. talk about her a lot on our comic book show yeah that's instead true. of talking about yeah. like 
things we can't talk about before the watershed now. Yeah, and Jane, quite rightly, uh, was sick of it. Goodness forbid we'd uh, we'd um, get distracted by something other than... Well, I don't know, we never really start talking about comics until about the 20-minute mark in that thing, whether no, we're no, talking we about children know. or something no. else. No, it was always a good 20 minutes of whimsy, so we brought the whimsy over here. But so anyway, I'm introducing the show, shut up. Okay. Uh, so it's ostensibly a podcast about men... It's just men, the frailty of men from the the perspective of two men who don't really have that much perspective on it because they're in it. We're yeah. kind of in it. Yeah. It's hard. Mm. It's hard being men. Oh, yeah, really hard. <laughs> you know, it's hard. That's what the whole show is about. No, it's basically us talking about how hard it is no, being men. Nobody appreciates how hard it is to be a white, middle-class man. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to be white middle class. Yeah, yeah. cisgendered white middle class men. Yeah, wow, we've got it hard. We never really. We normally just talk about music. He did. There's a we lot used of whimsy. To talk about music. We, I mean, we, it's been a confessional too. I, I mean, I went through quite a lot of um, mental health issues over the last few years, and we've chronicled that on two grown men. How? Because this is uh, obviously this is different. We've started recording over Skype. We record live on Mondays, eight o'clock. Uh, Mixler, <clears throat> you can find us on Facebook, and we always talk about it on there. So two grown yeah. men or two gem pod on Twitter. That's the admin. I've done the admin. Brilliant. No, I never normally great. get to because you're either across yeah. the studio from me mm. or you're on the phone. I can't just hit you on the, the leg. Re- like the that. reason we do it by Skype is so you can't <laughs> hit me on the leg constantly because it makes what... me feel all funny in my tummy and I can't concentrate. <laughs> I can't remember what my point was going to be. Yeah. What were we talking about? uh, You were talking about uh, the show and the things we've done on it, and then you started touching my leg, and you got completely derailed. (laughs) I got totally distracted. Oh no! Very muscly. So that's did I I tell you I bought a bike? Yes, you you know, um, you know, um, uh, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you how mentally ill are you feeling at the moment? Um, um, (laughs) Because the reason I want to ask you that is, I. I haven't prepared anything for this. Oh, okay. Oh, so if I had a proper breakdown on this, that would be... Well, that's... That's not going to happen today. I'm afraid I'm feeling all right. We filled a lot of podcasts with it. Yeah. I'd consider myself to have felt jittery um, earlier, but that's only because I had to come into town, and I hate that on a Saturday. It's full of people! Southampton people at Southampton City Centre on a Saturday, am I right? It's not good. I've got five minutes of material on uh, packets of peanuts on airlines if you want me to do that. You're such a Seinfeld. Um, what what do you want to talk about? You've got a piece of paper in front of you. Well, I've got I've got something um, prepared. If because because we talk about our kids, we talk about mental health, and sometimes we do something quite whimsical. One of the things that we've done over recent shows is uh, we take things that I've written a while ago, and uh, we we do them. We did a, there was a really lovely monologue that I uh, I couldn't possibly do on this show. Was it the it was, uh, with and the the one where I was the wedding the best man thing no the, there was but there was that um, the other piece I wrote oh was, yeah, 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 yeah 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 I remember the that dream was, was less um, so, pre, yeah. not a pre-watershed thing no not at all it was, it was quite uh, it was quite rude um, oh god that was such a good episode yeah. <laughs> that was such a good episode yeah. oh yeah. if this starts flagging you should go listen to that one it was yeah. really good I don't, know, I don't know which I don't know which one it was you should play it in the middle of the night you should play it um 
so yeah, so when when we haven't got anything else to do, uh, we do something we do something whimsical uh, based around my uh, terrible writing. So um, I've got some terrible writing that I've prepared. Uh, some time ago, uh, I started writing a series of uh, short radio plays, right? Um, uh, based on uh, various ideas. One one of them's actually got. Uh, I've got another one I've written that's got a character from Momcast. A, uh, a vampiric character. I remember you tried to get me because basically you have ambitions and you get excited about them. And my job generally yeah. is for no good reason except that I don't have mm. ambitions and I try not to um, yeah. not to stick my neck out too far. Mm. I um uh, uh what's the word what's what's the word I can use before the watershed? Oh, I, you shoot I basically you down. You're, you're shoot basically, you down, and I don't mean. The the, the yeah. twenty four hour we did a twi- we did the Twitter comic which James has uh, James has done actually quite a few times James and John have done for um, Momcast we've done four or five but um, but last time James decided he wanted to do that as a twenty four hour podcast and I said I just don't I just don't think it's a good you know I mean mm. who's gonna just it's just don't do it and I was like very very dismissive and every time you came to me and said well, how do we do this and I was like oh you'll just be I just I just can't see it working out it'll mm. be difficult to organize you'll get stressed out and it was amazing yeah no, it was all right we so had my, fun, my job we? is basically to try and pull you down yeah you do that and then you rock up on the day and sort of you know just sort of act like you're you're Johnny Cashel yeah yeah bloody Johnny Cashel oh, excuse my French I'm sorry is is but is bloody swearing, though. Oh! Don't I don't know if it's yeah, swearing. Yeah, but you don't say it again, doubling down, just in case it is. Yeah. <laughs> my, it feels like, it feels like it should be, but my wife keeps saying it in front of our boys. Don't, don't say it again. Call and, social services. And I, not, not at them, just when she's on the phone about stuff. All right. And, I mean, to be fair, there were a couple of really stressful phone calls she had, and, like, so she said that. And I was like, oh, don't sit there in front of them. Yeah. But I, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's just too tame. Maybe it's just literally... Mm. I don't know. It feels wrong, though. It feels naughty. Anyway, if we're going to do this, we Speak, ought to uh, we Yeah, because we're, we're, um, we are um, 15 minutes in. Yeah, because I reckon it'll take 15 minutes, so it'll take us about three quarters of an hour to get through it. Um, uh, we're going to need uh, a couple of uh, people to help us. So I believe do we need um, to move uh, you're going to have a mic, and uh, Stacey are going to um, assist us. This is two, yeah. Where do you want don't us? Want um, here and here. I've put scripts here for you already. You don't know your parts. I'll provide you a little bit of direction. Okay. But you're going to play the part called, uh, of Wendy. Stacy. There you are. It's based on your mum. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. When I was last with her, she told me she wanted to write. She wanted me to write something about her. Um, uh, you're gonna, Nick. You're gonna primarily. You're gonna play a character called uh, Flipper. Right. So which is at the, the end. Bits. Well, no. You can you can write uh, other bits. Um, do you do you fancy you put being me at the our? End. Do you fancy being our hero? Do you fancy uh, taking the lead, Mike? Oh, go on then. Can you do a? Can you sound dead confident? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> uh, um, I. I <laughs> Uh, and James, that's a really long. Okay, never mind. Is there Can long... I just how how happy are you with this? Yeah. Before we read it. Oh no, I, I think it's probably going to be dreadful. To be honest with you, I haven't really read right, it for a good. while. So, um, I had this sort of uh, uh, manic creative uh, period in my life, and it's sort of. I think it's probably awful, but uh, it was inspired by a dream I had about um, uh, angry dolphins. Yeah, it always goes really well when you write something after you've had a dream. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> so we're, you, you, you won't mind us giving notes if if they occur okay. to us. Okay, in this in this first, no, definitely you should definitely give me notes because we can refine this and make it make it better. Uh, right. I'm going to do the voiceover, and you're going to be the other island dude. This is really long. Okay, in this first scene, it is quite long, isn't it? Let's yeah. see. Let's, uh, you're Dirk Dangerson. This oh. is because uh, this is called uh, Dirk Dangerson in uh, Attack of the Watery Menace, and you're going to be Dirk. You're going to be Wendy, and and Nick and I will play other characters and do the voiceover. And he's going to be Flipper. Can I just clarify something? Because yeah. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling yeah. heroic at this moment. In okay. Time. At some point during this, yeah. I am probably going to act like I thought this was a really bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and start to flinch away from. Yeah. but James we did talk about it I was all in yeah that's just me being yeah uh, weak and scaredy it's our shtick yeah it's yeah. it's our shtick yeah that's yeah it's a shtick it's all a shtick okay this goes really well um uh if it goes really well then uh, I'm gonna pretend that I only just wrote it and it's something I did but um oh, I just I just okay so this is uh Dirk Dangerson in uh Attack of the Water Menace uh, at one Dirk Dangerson, the world's greatest adventurer, bolder than a mountain full of rocks, stronger than a warm larder full of cheese. No adventurer is too full of peril for this chiseled draw. Chiseled jawed example of alpha perfection. Christmas 1952 and the inhabitants of the exotic Marshall Islands relax to enjoy the festivities unaware that a new menace lurks beneath the waves lapping on the golden shores of their beaches. Cut to uh, it's you and me on the beach this is. Are you just what with the VO character? <laughs> yeah. What what are you go- is that danger is that the danger mouse guy? Uh, what? David Jason. No, what? it started out <laughs> It started out like an old-timey, proper, deep-throated yeah. thing. And then at some point, you sounded like... I don't know who did the voiceover for the... You know, somewhere in the... I can't do the voices. You do the voices. What, David Jason? It isn't him doing the bit... It's David about, Jason doing the voiceover. It? It's David. It's very clear. It? Yeah, it totally is. Is that who you were doing? I don't know. Okay, we'll try and settle on one. And okay. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll get settled in a minute. It'll be fine. Okay. So you're the other dude. And it's a, man, I can't help thinking that with all of this nuclear testing the Americans are carrying out, something's bound to give. Yes, indeed. With the explosion of the first hydrogen bomb on the Eno attack. Come on, you can do it. Eno, the Eno attack at all. You cannot help but be concerned. I fear... You do remember that I can't pronounce words, right? <laughs> That isn't in the script. Stick to the script. I fear, though, that it will be many years before we receive any real recognition or indeed compensation for the danger that we are being placed in. I put a comma in there. Yeah. Indeed. (laughs) Now let us go inside and eat some turkey and enjoy the seasonal festivities as we've no more exposition. You make a comment about the exposition there. Exposition. No, I did. No, do I not? Okay. Oh, but as our expositional friends. (laughs) (laughs) As our expositional friends turn their back. Onto the crystal clear waters, little do they know they are being watched by a menace previously unimaginable. All of their fellow revellers here, reports will later tell us, just a loud splash and a pair of muffled watery cries. Are you going to do the music? Dum, 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 dum. Right. Okay, that went well. <laughs> okay, so... Um, uh, in this one, there's another character. So uh, you be Chad, uh, and okay. I'll be I, your Chad, and I'm the chief. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Months later at Murano Airport. M- Murano. I'm going. Just go with it. Just go. Okay. Fine. I'm Chad, right? 
Your chat, your chat. Ah, you must be Mr. Dangerson. We're so glad you could come. I can't do voices, okay? <laughs> um, we've been investigating these mysterious disappearances. With all the testing that's been going on, tensions are running a little higher. Put another comma in. Of course, the suspicion is that it's our fault, but there's no evidence. I changed the voice. Ellipsis. <laughs> okay. Ellipsis. Chad, it's a mystery, and a mystery is my middle name. Well, actually, it's Wilma, is my middle name. It's rather embarrassing family tradition to give the firstborn son a name of a maternity, maternal grandmother. Brilliant. You Nailed given it. the dyslexic guy. Um, yeah, so why no, did you? You just didn't think this oh, I'm sorry, yeah, that's Mike. Fine. That's fine. Uh, fr- <laughs> frankly, I'll thank you not to bring it up again. It's really rather bad for my public image, you know. Nailed it. Brilliant. <laughs> Qu- quite which voice did I quite if you like if you would like to come this way the local bureau chief should have all the information you need I fixed that bit for you I'm trying to be supportive thanks a lot Nick <laughs> I'll, I'll be here to assist you while you're with us Chad that's good to know but as you'll no doubt be aware I n- never travel anywhere without my willing and plucky assistant Wendy Perrell she will be able to assist me while I'm that's not your mic that's just a really good sentence he's stupid isn't he super dyslexic (laughs) quite well obviously I'd be happy to assist the both of you yes yes now what's this over here a palm tree you say how mysterious fades you'll have to excuse him Chad it's been a very long fright and he's been in what? A great in, many adventures. A great ma- I can't read. <laughs> this is a really yeah. difficult font you've got, got, You can really write this <laughs> stuff, but you can't say it. Uh, <laughs> anyone would think you've never read it before. I mean, anyone would think that, and that I've never had any experience in audio dramas. Um, <laughs> hey, he's been in a great many adventures, most of which have resulted in some sort of blunt force trauma to the head. Oh. Now, if you'd be so good to take me to the chief, we'll get some facts before setting out. Of course, Miss Peril. Follow me, won't you? <laughs> I thought I'd pass that a little bit. You, you did, because I missed out the apostrophe there, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Where we, oh, the one. Yeah. yeah. As Won't. Dirk wanders off to interrogate the local fauna, Wendy and Chad enter the Bureau Chief's office. Hello there, I'm the Chief! That's good to know. Thank and you. it's very nice to meet you. Now, Chief, what exactly has been happening? The more detail you can go into without resorting to visual aids, the better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all in the report I sent to you, so it seems odd that you would now need me to repeat myself, but I feel strangely compelled to do so regardless. It started around Christmas time. A couple of inexplicable disappearances from beaches of various islands and atolls all seemed to follow the same pattern. A calm and clear night, a full moon with no signs of struggle, and no one to actually see what happened. The only accounts we have are from witnesses who say they heard... No, that's fine, Chief. We've already been told about that. Okay. (laughs) Frankly, Miss Perrell we're stopped. We would say that it was some sort of suicide cult, but there are no notes of the victims and they had no motives to do so. And of course, there are the screams. It's all very odd. Frankly, it's all a little chilling, if you ask me. Then you must take us to the scene of the most recent disappearance straight away. We haven't a minute to lose. So after coaxing Dajerson down from his palm tree refuge, Dirk, Wendy and Chad set off for that atoll that Nick couldn't pronounce. Did you just, <laughs> did you just look, like, have a little giggle at your own writing? Well, I stumbled and I had a little laugh at my own inability to say words. Is the chief in it more? 
I hope, I hope not. Can we? <laughs> can we off off script? Mm. He can maybe get some cough medicine or something. You should give yourself a bit of a break. I think he's because um, he, remember this is a time when uh, smoking cigarettes was really popular. So he's probably got like a cigarette. Yeah, uh, but I voice. worry about your throat. Well, don't worry about my throat. Worry about yours. Okay, okay. fine. I'll so worry about a, mine. There's a sound of a spleen boat. So there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> So, Chad, this must be quite a thrill for you, eh? Off to adventure and peril with one of the planet's most foremost adventuring heroes. Oh, yes, Mr. Danger Man, it's a real thrill. Is that his name? Yeah, yes, his real name. I've, I've been an avid follower of your adventures for some time. Really? Oh, gosh, yes, really. I have the latest instalments of your adventures shipped to me by my family as soon as they are released. I must have read every one now at least half a dozen times. So it doesn't bother you, then, that in 80% of the adventures that we go on, the person accompanying us either dies or is in some way horrifically maimed? Yeah. Well... That, that isn't one word, is I, it? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I can't read. I'm nervous. That's OK. You do, you do. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> well, no, well. Um, I mean... Oh, golly. Is he allowed to say golly? He is allowed... Yeah. Right, OK. <laughs> oh. Well, now I can see we're almost here... I can just smell the danger and adventure. It's quite intoxicating, isn't it, Wendy? <laughs> Why, yes, Dirk. But I think what you can smell is frazzled ozone. This area has been the site for some rather intense H-bomb tests. In fact, I'm not sure what the people were doing here in the first place. It all seems rather convenient and contrived to me, almost as if someone were too lazy to place this in a more plausible setting. Wendy, now. Not, now's not the time for worrying for your paused little sweet thing. Look, we've arrived. Come on, crew, everyone, ashore. I'm really bad. No, you're nailing this. You're only making it better, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, crew, everyone, ashore. Let's get to the bottom of this. And so arriving on the deserted and desiccated atoll, our heroes begin to look for clues. Look here, I found something. Dirk, that's a rusted spam tin. Little did they know that from beneath the waves, their progress was being watched by minds significantly more advanced than their own. You'll be the second one. Is that one. a reference to War of the Worlds? Okay, I'll be both of these. It's fine. What? <laughs> Is that a reference to War of the Worlds? Yeah. Significantly more... Yeah, cool. Okay, go on. I like that. That's good. It's classic. Well, boss, it was always going to happen. They've sent their best after us. It's danger, son. We've heard his exploits on their banal radio programs. I'm scared, boss. He's the real deal. <laughs> oh, no, no those are those brilliant, yeah. yeah. Are you gonna remember what they uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Silence you fools. He's a land monkey. Is that Okay. And and as such he is inferior to us in every conceivable way. <laughs> They will make valuable and useful additions, though. Wait for your opportunity and then take them. Report to me. See, when we were recording the Momcast once, this woman in Forbidden Planet told me she really liked my voice. It was a monotone. Mm. And so I have a lot of trouble with... Mm. I don't, I'm trying to do voices, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it just sounds exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Report to me once they are captured. If they struggle, you know what to do. Yes, boss! They both say together. Sounds of splash. I guess it's me. <laughs> That's me splashing. Does he seem tense to you? No more than normal, but he's got a lot on. The world as they know it just doesn't destroy itself, does it? 
Meanwhile, back on the beach, our heroes are making progress. So, if this is where they are standing, the attack must have come from. Wait, what? Sorry. It's fine. That was fine. It's fine. Oh, okay. Um, so, let, let me do that again. Sorry. So, <laughs> this is where they were standing. The attack must have come from. Out there. Yes, Dirk. That's exactly as I told you. The shoe prints show they clearly had their backs to the water, and looking at the marks in the sand, they were dragged in. Sure is lucky for us that there's no tide here. Well, yes. It is, and if I had the means, I certainly wouldn't be looking up, looking that up to fact-check that particular statement. I'm just happy to accept it and move on. <laughs> Stop laughing at your own jokes. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this still like me? Yeah, that's still yeah. you. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's a, big, His it's a big bit. is rubbish. I'm really yeah. sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't think anyone would ever read it. You made me read it. Yeah, I did, yeah. <clears throat> it occurs to me that we've established the following facts, then. All of the disappearances took place at night, with a full moon. All were on a beach, and it seems dragged into the water. All of which begs a question. Yes? Why are the three of us stood on a beach on a full moon with our backs to the water? Good question. Ah! End act one. It's just like King of the Rocket Men. It is, yeah. So we'd probably take, like, you know, an ad break here or something, or... Well, we're at the 30-minute mark. Oh, we ought to crack on, then. <laughs> How much more of it is there? Oh, not much. We're almost done. We're one act down. There's only a couple more to go. <laughs> How many acts? Oh, three. Okay, that's, yeah. that's I mean, standard. I think that's normal. That's the normal number, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah I did make it up. Acts, but it's... Yeah. Waking in the dark and dank cell, things are looking bleak for our intrepid heroes. What fate has befallen them? How will they escape? What's the point? I mean, really, what's the point? I've been made the voice. I've been in the voiceover game for years, but what good is it really? I mean, what have I made? What tangible product have I made with my hands and my mind that actually benefits humanity? I'm just a leech, the drain, and the ra- oh, what's the point? Nailed it. In- <laughs> do they do Oscars for voiceover stuff? Yeah, they should do, but you know. I like when you get near enough to the mic that it properly picks you up. Oh, yeah, no, it really yeah. is. Yeah. It's good. Scary. In a dark and dank cell, things are looking bleak for our intrepid heroes. What fate has befallen them? How will they escape? Listen on to find out as we continue the story of Dirk Dangerson and an attack of the watery menace. Ah! My head feels like it's it did that time in... What's in that? Constantinople. Constantinople. Yeah. Uh, you remember, Wendy... I remember having to rescue you from a mysterious tree that you felt compelled to investigate after two bottles of medicinal absinthe and a pot of unusual mushroom tea. Ah, yes. That Hungarian oak wasn't quite so proud after I'd finished with it. Beautiful leaves, though. Beautiful. He sounds so dirty. Yeah, he is a bit, though, isn't he? Guys, I hate to interrupt a happy trip down memory lane, but we do seem to be captive in a strange subaquatic cell. Cell? I don't know where it is says it says call oh sorry yeah no that's a um, that's a typo you, know, okay. you don't have to draw attention to all of the typos yeah, yeah but I, I kind of it's kind <laughs> of what we do to be fair he's only drawing attention to half of them so. <laughs> I'm only drawing attention to the ones I have to read um, uh, judging by the thickness of the glass in the cells in the cell windows we're a few hundred feet beneath the surface looking at the activity outside we're in some sort of underground missiles missile so that's my that's on me I can't pronounce the word missile that's not his fault. You know, Chad, you speak quite unlike anyone I've ever met before. I enjoy the simplicity of your mind. Thank you. 
How do you think we got here? And more importantly, how can we escape? Escape? Puh, some chance I've been here for two years. You'll never escape. <laughs> ah, old man Chainsaw Wall, I didn't see you there. But how lucky for us. We were thrown in a cell not only all together, but with someone who has been here long enough to tell us exactly what's going on. Yes, now you can't imagine that is quite fortunate for you. As they threw you in here, I thought to myself, how unusual it is they've not separated them, or at least put them in a cell that isn't already occupied. How lucky that is. I mused that I will be able to tell them that this is a secret underground missile silo that's been built by the maniacal and devious Flip R to carry out nefarious misdeeds on the whole planet, and that he's been capturing locals to work on finishing the building of this very complex... That was comprehensive. Take a breath. (laughs) (laughs) How many of you are down here? Hard to say. Maybe hundreds of us. They don't let us group together in too large a number. So it's very hard to say. Scrape. Prisoner dude is in Scrape. Dirk, what on earth are you doing? What I'm doing, what I'm best at, I'm saving the day. But Dirk, it looks like you're trying to dig through the wall of our cell with a small spoon. Poor sweet naive child. When in a moment of crisis one must use what tools one has to hand. I pop this little beauty in my pocket after enjoying a particularly delicious chocolate mousse on the plane earlier. Dirk, even if you could make progress through these solid steel walls with a teaspoon, don't you think we might have a problem given that on the other side of the wall is the ocean? But Wendy, I work best in high pressure situations. Oh my sweet. Quiet! There's someone. Oh. <laughs> that was. I just want to applaud that joke. But we were working in. I know, but I just got it. It's, right. really, it's really quite clever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet! There's someone coming. At that moment, the sound of muffled footsteps approaches. Our captives turn the face to sound. A door starts to open and and opens to reveal. A gun-toting dolphin. Silence, land monkey lady. You will all come with us. Never. You won't take me alive, you fist-chomping maniac. Chad, for God's sake, don't. (laughs) Rat-a-tat-a-tat. Chanson de Wendy's cries are for naught as Chad tries to rush the bottle-nosed fiend. He fires at the poor, expendable, expositional device. Gosh, who will explain what is happening to us now? Well, to be fair, he's as unfamiliar with these surroundings as we are. I rather suspect he'd outlived his usefulness. I'm dead. Yeah, Chad's dead now. <laughs> fine. Sorry, mate. To be fair, you've got another part coming up. You should be right, fine. Okay. I, I, I said silence. You would come with me. Our leader wishes to speak to you. German dolphin. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> Master. <laughs> Our heroes are led out of the cell into the sprawling magnificence of this underground lair. They are led through reinforced glass, giving them views of giant of a giant underground missile complex, the size of which is breathtaking. From here, the view allows them to see that Chad was in fact right. The Chad, yeah, the Chad, yes. the right. Chad. <laughs> they are in a huge underground complex, sprawling out in eight directions like a huge glass octopus at the centre of which. Like the massive missiles. That was a bit much, wasn't it? Huge, huge, twice in one sentence. Yeah, that's wrong. 
It's fine, it's, it's okay, yeah. it worked. You sold it. Could do with an edit. It was quite breathtaking. <sighs> After what seems like an eternity. This seems to be taking an eternity. Seriously, Dirk, must you? Our heroes arrive in the massive nerve centre of the complex. Dolphins man a number of large, whirring machines and bark orders over their communication devices. In the centre of it all, upon a large chair, is a grizzled and scarred dolphin sporting an eye patch and smoking a Russian cocktail cigarette. You must be the one they call Flip... Uh, you are perceptive, Mr. Dangerson. Your reputation as the world's greatest adventurer precedes you. I'm honoured to have you and your hapless assistant as my guests. Can I just... So, dolphins man any number of large whirring machines is confusing. They'd be dolphining they, them. Well, yeah, they're all right. Fishing them. OK, I'll just do that little bit again and we can edit it in. It's fine. Right. Dolphins dolphin a number of large whirring machines. Right, OK, we'll edit that in. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> OK, well, yeah. This is an impressive complex you've beat, built here, Mr. Ah, if I may call you that. You may. But it begs the question, how, Mr. Ah? For the assembled audience, this is this, this, yeah. par- this, here. I don't know if you've ever tried reading a script. Uh, it's only a paragraph. It's easy. You'll it's, notice there's probably no typos in it as well. The only reason it's only a paragraph is because you didn't bother putting paragraph breaks in it. Yeah. Because that confused me. <laughs> You have an inquisitive mind, Mr. Dangerson, which is to your great credit. I suspect, though, it will also be the death of you. But as I admire you so much, I will do you the service of answering it. How? How did mere dolphins achieve such a mighty structure? Well, as you know, you humans started testing your nuclear weapons here some time ago. My pod and I... That's pod as in, like, dolphins. Pod, as in not a pod a of dolphins. My pod and I, my super pod and I, happened to be in the area <laughs> when the first of your weapons went off. The blast killed many of us. But those who survived found ourselves mutating at an alarming rate. We developed opposable flippers, allowing us to use tools and <laughs> weapons. They already had opposable flippers. Shh, don't let on. <laughs> and fashion weapons. And also we found we had developed the ability to communicate in the same way as you, with vocal cords and guttural grunts. They already... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> of course, our literature and poetry is still in the dolphin language, the original dolphin language. Yeah. But to oh, communicate gee. evil ideas, we find that your grunting is so much more effective with the detritus you left behind we started to fashion this base like wombles <laughs> plus, plus nice so bit of ad lib in there I enjoyed that it's good yes Mr R it's very impressive but why what what's the point of it all ha is that too loud no it's great okay ha again another excellent question you've a laser sharpened mind Mr Dangerson ha! you will notice at the centre of this complex are two large missiles each of them has a nuclear payload one is pointed to the north pole the other the south it goes across the page once that i think i I think I smoothed over it, though. No, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Once they detonate, they will set off a chain reaction of warming that will raise the sea levels across the world, flushing you destructive monkeys into the sea, allowing us to take our rightful place at the top of the food chain on this planet. 
we've watched for eons as you fools have stumbled around up there polluting and ruining the planet with this one act of destruction we will purify the planet for ever you're mad mad we're mad I'm really shouting now I should stop. yes good well he's angry and he? he's an angry yeah, dolphin I mate. get too angry and then my blood yeah, pressure but, you know. <laughs> we're not the one who has spent the last 20 years trying to find new and increasingly powerful ways to kill as many of our own species as possible you call us mad you should take time to reflect human <laughs> that's how you have to say it beautiful you know Wendy he really does have a point we really have been quite destructive. Dirk, I don't think this is the time to develop a conscience. Yes, of course. You'll never get away with this, you fiend. And who is there to stop me? You? I would respectfully suggest, Dangerson, that on this occasion you've met your match. Well the done. Count- <laughs> the countdown is a typo. The countdown has started. In less than one hour, these missiles will launch and change the face of the planet forever. I've got a big paragraph name, so sorry. Good luck. Is he Danger Sun or Danger Man? Danger Sun, yeah, I think so. It's both. Yeah, I think well, he was he's working he's fluid. Okay, Danger Man is his middle it's, it's name. Right. Yeah. 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 We've introduced a ticking clock now, so it's like 24. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. The tension's getting ratcheted up, so make sure you sat comfortably. We've got 19 minutes left. It's all right, we can do it. <laughs> you know, Dirk, it occurs to me that there's a critical lack of detail in the plan. He rather glossed over exactly how these bombs will set off a reaction that will warm the ice up enough to flood the Earth. And any school child knows it's Antarctica that will cause us the real problem with the ice melting, as it's on a landmass. At the North Pole, the ice cube effect means that the melting of the sea ice would have a largely neutral effect on the level of the oceans. You know, the more you think about it, the less sense this really seems to be. Enough! <laughs> now you have had the opportunity to witness my genius... My genius first hand. I'm afraid it's time for you to die. God, take them away. Our brave adventurers are drawn out. Oh, dear. It's not come out then. Nice. Our brave, <laughs> our brave adventurers are dra- dragged. Drag- I wouldn't say dragged. That is not a word. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I'd like. Uh, is it king? Hasn't he, like, was there not an election or. Sorry, no. you've not done that bit yet. No, definitely not. Uh, uh, our brave adventurers are dragged out of the King Dolphin's lair and chained into a blast pit beneath the giant rockets. Well, old girl, maybe this time we really have met our match. Maybe we are done for this time. Well, yes, it would seem like it. However, we do have a habit of appearing to be in a situation that's impossible and then manage to escape at what would seem to be after the last minute. But it does look bleak, I'll grant you. My gods, the engines are starting, Wendy. It's been an honour. Oh, Dirk, likewise. As the engines start to rumble, all seems lost for Wendy and Dirk. Chained and without hope of rescue, they stand seconds away from being vaporised by the giant engines of those mighty missiles. Will they escape or will Flippar, the mutated king of the dolphins, wreak his awful revenge on mankind? Find out in the final act of Dirk Dengson, Attack of the Watery Menace... So then there's the, cool. the next act. Did you write this all in one go? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> only one more to go. You can do it. One act. Hang we in there like, with this, people. We've got 17 minutes. I should add that um, Al, when organising this, was probably mm. expecting two go men episodes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've done stuff like this before. On, Once on, in about 150 well, episodes. Well, three, yeah, yeah. okay. Are you, you having regret at the end of no, the no, second No, no, it's fine. Act? We're nearly there. It's fine. We might as well power through now. Yeah. I, don't think I'm, I don't think I'm even in yeah. most of it. No, so. we can do this. I mean, there's only about seven or eight um, hours left. Um, 
If you, uh, oh, I'll cut a bit of this out. A predictable but no less entertaining for it conclusion. That's the heading for Act that's Three. It. Okay. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's cut the bit where I have to talk. <laughs> oh, Dirk, the engines—they're starting. Wendy, reach onto my sh- trouser. Wait. Wendy, reach into my trouser pockets quickly. Dirk, I've told you before, our relationship can never be that way. But we are about to be vaporised, so I suppose this one time I could... <laughs> no, my grabby-minded psychic. In my pocket, there is a spoon I was using to dig our way out of the jail, so my efforts ground it into quite a sharp point. If you can grab it and pass it to me, I can pick the lock of our chains. Dirk, sometimes you really are brilliant. Struggle, struggle. Uh, chain e- clank. E- there, free. Now, Wendy, quickly, to the doors. Rumble, 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 rumble. The rocket rumbles in the background. That's Go! It's locked. The locket has a voice recognition panel. I heard the dolphin clicking as we entered. They must use their own language to open the doors. Ooh, the fiends. Their cunning has no end. You're telling me this technology is decades away from actually existing? Well, I guess there's nothing for it. I'll have to try and impersonate them. Hurry, Dirk. The rockets are about to ignite any second. Sorry, there's another line, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was sorry. getting all right. excited. You did really well, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing quite well. I haven't but, fluffed up for a while. It's all right, no, but this good. is to yourself rather than addressing it directly to... This is kind of like an internal monologue thing. Why is it I always resort to stating the obvious to myself in high-pressure situations? Here goes. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in the script. That's amazing. (laughs) There. Open. Now, quickly, to the control centre. Dirk, wait. Wendy, we don't have time to catch our breath. What is it? Look over there. These must be the holding cells where they've been keeping the captured islanders. Wendy, there is no time. Come on, hurry. No, Dirk, wait. If we release them, they can help us overwhelm the dolphins. Flip off. (laughs) <laughs> said himself the reason he needed the islanders is because their numbers are low and don't you remember the chained up guy said that they keep the prisoners separate they must fear the islanders turning on them and overpowering them so we let the prisoners out have them subdue the dolphins while we disarm the missiles and stop Flipper destroying the planet or I could use these palm what's that? palm fronds, fronds. palm fronds yeah, um, a real tree, word. leafy, yeah. palm trees, leafy things. Sorry, I've ruined the tension. No, that's good. It's fine. It's all right, I'm getting quite... We'll fix it, it in post, it's all right. You're getting or, unnecessary. Yeah. Ooh. Or I could use these palm fronds in my pocket to distract the dolphins while you disarm the... Or we could just do what you said. Run, 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 <laughs> run, run. Running, run, running, run, opening run, door, run, and some... Cheers. Hey! hey. OK, Islander. Who looks like he might be make a suitable? It's a difficult like one. Might make a suitable leader here. Here's then he's doing That's punctuation. Such a, James. Yeah, it's so such little. a difficult. You can sentence. write this stuff, but you can't <laughs> say it. Okay, Islander. Who looks like he might make a suitable leader? Here's the plan. <laughs> That's not your no, fault, Mike. No, it really no, no it's, it's all on me. Don't, don't worry, Mr. Dangerson. We overheard you and your delightful assistant talking. I understand the plan, and we're right behind you. Handy. Really, because we were some way away when we were. There's a lot of we. Yeah. Uh, really, because we were some way away when we were discussing. <laughs> That's a perfectly serviceable sentence. <laughs> you really? <laughs> I'm going to 
going to wet myself. Um, Don't what do I think that. Really to say that is that not in the really script. Must have some extraordinary hearing. Sorry? Yeah, you really must have some extraordinary hearing. Sorry? <laughs> Come on, as we've already mentioned several times in the past minute or so, there's no time. Come on, men. I'm assuming we're all men here, but I, I, I need you all to know that I've every confidence that women would would be just as capable to do at least as good a job as as, as we will at stopping the Estaldons, if not better. That's good to know. Quickly yes. to the central command centre. <laughs> Dirk and Wendy make it to the conk. Oh. The conk? Whoops. <laughs> well, it could be one, couldn't there? Like a shell. <laughs> Dirk and Wendy... Oh, yeah. Oh, well. I thought um, uh, a conch shell was a shell in the shape of a uh, nose. Good. Uh, Dirk and Wendy make it to the control centre and enter ahead of their troops to confront the evil mastermind alone. Flip! Ah. You've, you've had your chips now. We've come to put... And end to <laughs> this madness. We will batter you. Some Two un- things. No, I get it. Yeah. Might be a bit racist. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. Firstly, I don't think so. You two are hopelessly outnumbered by my dolphin guards. And secondly, your fish-based puns don't work on mammals, you goon. I'm under considerable pressure, so I'll thank you not to cut me a modicum of slack. And secondly, come on, men! <laughs> Drat! No one really I've never said that out loud. <laughs> Drat! Dolphins, stop them! Oof, ish, oof, oof. Bang, bang. <laughs> Quick, Dirk, this way. I saw the navigation system up here while Flipper ah, was monologuing at it earlier. If we destroy the control valves, <laughs> the missiles will take off and crash directly back into his base. Quick! Not so fast. Quick as a flash, the giant fish. Mammal! Sorry, mammal. Darts and grabs Wendy's... <laughs> Wendy holding a gun to her head as he, as he turns to face Dangerson. Make struggling noises, Stacey. Oh, call on me. Help. Unflipper her, you fiend. Now call off your men or she gets it. He's very you... sexist, you know. Yeah. yeah. If you arm a hair on her head, you won't live long enough to regret your big grey bully. It's difficult, it's fine, don't worry. Just move on. Yeah. It's fine. I, I don't... That's so, so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. I don't think so, Dangerson. Ow! Flipper suitably distracted. Wendy twists and sticks the spoon into the most tender of dolphin parts. Ooh. Ooh, right in the blowhole. Good shot, Wendy. Now take that, you pisky and poltroon. Good enough. Oh. Poach <laughs> face. <laughs> Right, Wendy, let's sabotage that control console. That's not how you spell console. And let's get out of here. Crash. Kablooming. Come on, let's get your men out of here. (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, that's me. Yes, yes, follow us. There are several submersibles over over this way. The dolphins use them to get us down here in the first place. <laughs> in the nick of time, our heroes and their allies make it to the submarines, only to see the, sea, the missiles crashing back into their former home. Shame, really. Really? They were mad. They wanted to destroy the planet. Yes, but we've also just destroyed a brand new higher intelligence on our planet. If only we could have worked together. Think of the things we could have achieved. Sometimes, Dirk, you can be quite poetic. 
quiet. We could have made a fortune in the underwater hotel business. Good grief. <laughs> Later that same day, Dirk and Wendy find themselves back at the office with the bureau chief. Oh. So, how did he die? Uh, he was very brave. He died rushing one of the dolphins in an attempt to save us. Were you very close? Good God, no. He'd only been here a week. Lots of paperwork for death in service, though details are important. Sorry, I had a burp. Yes. So, what will become of the leader of the dolphins? Will he be tried in a court of law? No, I doubt it. We've already had some interest in him from some old black suits. Seems they want to have a look at a brain of his. I heard them saying something about selling him to a TV production company after that. But regardless, I don't see a dignified future for him. No more than he deserves. I fear he's put human-dolphin relations back centuries. What about you two? Will he be staying? <laughs> he's done this to us. Are you okay? He's <laughs> <laughs> a bit constipated. Well, no, not now. Uh, no, we've a holiday awaiting us in Transylvania. So we're flying out there in the morning. But it is beautiful here. We'll be sure to visit again one day. Well, you've all the time in the world now. I can't... I've had a well, well, all the time in the world now. I can't see how now you've wanted Flippar. Flippar's plans, how the seas will rise and destroy these delicate and beautiful atolls. Yes, thank goodness we humans are more sensible than that. Uh, oh, um. Well, <laughs> we must be off. Uh, but, oh, Chief, there's uh, one last thing. Yes, what was that? That's not a bureau, it's a sideboard. Oh, come, Wendy. Oh, wait, oh, Adventure awaits. Dirk Dangerson, the world's greatest adventurer, bolder than the mountain, full of rocks, stronger than the warm larder, full of cheese. No adventure is too full of peril for this chiselled draw. George, <laughs> example of alpha perfection. That's, that's it. That's the end. Well done, James. <laughs> is that is that what it was like doing Raycon and Starburst and um, stuff? The, I mean, that was definitely more professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, I had prepared by reading the script beforehand. Yeah, yeah but I think that, that it works when you're just reading it for the first time and it's chock full of uh, typos. That helps your performance, <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Keeps on your toes. Gives an yeah, added air attention. The lack of punctuation. I think that's us. It is. Sorry, Lord everyone. Lord. We have to do some checking in with comic relief stuff. Candy. Ow, help. Checking. <laughs> I, I, I read the thing you sent out, but I didn't internalise it. <laughs> Oh, that's a shame, because you do all the voiceover stuff. Taking a pill. Well, I like him. <laughs> uh, uh, what do I say? It is like a menu. Just say that bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> David Tennant, your donations this weekend will make a huge impact to so many people. In 2011... I didn't need to say his name first, did I? <laughs> in 2011, David Tennant visited a hospital in Uganda to visit children with malaria and showed us what a difference £5 can make. So please donate. This hospital, like so many in Uganda, is overrun with sick children and frightened parents. As far as I understand it, this, these, are the, these are the kids who've just turned up. They queue up to get seen by the doctors. It looks like a special emergency, an epidemic, but it's actually like this every day here. So what symptoms has she been displaying? Convulsions, hybrid fever and convulsions. And what might that be, be the cause of that? The most common cause of that is malaria. Malaria. I've got the charge sheet here. This tells me who's here and why. So over here, we've got Peace. She's three, suffering from malaria. In this corner here, we've got Azwena, two, suffering from malaria. Around here, we've got Stephen. He's one year old, 
suffering from malaria. Over there, we're all lined up. We've got Peter, 13 months, Shakebu, 20 months, and another Peter, 18 months, all with malaria. And then down here, we've got Gracious. He's 10. He's got diabetes caused by malaria. The problem in Uganda is so overwhelming that every five minutes, a mother will lose her child to this mosquito-borne disease. And more children are arriving all the time. But they just keep coming, and another child's just arrived. We don't know what's wrong with them yet. The queue outside keeps growing. It just doesn't stop. It's like a tidal wave. A fiver buys a mosquito net. A fiver. 25 quid would buy five. We can sort out this whole section. The majority of people who watch Red Nose Day don't donate any money. That's shocking. Is that you? Are you the person who's sitting there and thinking, ah, I'll do it later? Don't. Don't be that person. Please don't be that person, because look, there's stuff that your money can change. It's been quite a shock to be here today. It's so important. Please. Don't be the person who sits there and doesn't bother. Don't be that person. Thank you. The Southampton Superpod. 36 hours of podcasts. Broadcast live from the Grand Harbour Hotel in Southampton.